2: WGT Golf is not only the most popular golf game in the world. AJ, I don't need you laughing. I know you're in a giggly mood, but I don't need you laughing at me today.
1: It's gonna happen. WGT
2: Golf is not only the most popular golf game in the world, but it's also the official gaming partner of DNVR. You can download WGT and join the DNVR Clubhouse by going to dnvrgolf.com. People have so much fun with WGT that we actually maxed out our first DNVR clubhouse. So if you do download the game, look up DNVR 2 to join our second clubhouse. That way you can participate in tournaments, which happen every other Saturday. Those tournaments consist of DNVR members, our staff, and more. Be sure you go to DNVRgolf.com and download WGT golf today.
1: Out three and two on Charlotte. Jokic gets it across the timeline, gets a high pick and pop with Murray Lindsey breaking through. Taken away by Nathan McKinnon, two on two with Landis guy.
0: He has done it again. Vaughn
1: Miller, ladies and gentlemen, dog two hands. Nikola Jokic saved me by Krubauer with the left pad. Oh, goodness gracious me. Take a good You won't see it for long. Two run home run. Trevor Story lock hands
3: so on. Touchdown. And touchdown. Two for Sudden. Got it!
1: Oh, man! That's from way downtown. And the blue arrow is flying at Pepsi Center. Score!
4: It's too good to be true.
2: Welcome into the Denver Sports (laughs) Podcast, guys. How's it going? Happy Friday.
3: Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Yes.
2: Did you retweet it? Did you do your part?
3: Of course. No. I think I'm Uh, always. That's why I got to double
2: check.
0: I did not retweet, but I
3: quote tweeted.
2: Oh, okay. Well, you know, you did one better.
3: That's impressive.
2: We're, Ali, we're in
3: the company of maybe the three most elite WGT players at the company. (laughs)
2: It's true.
3: We got soft hands lions over here and <laughs> soft uh, hands lions. You know, oh god. Adam that back's been holding up in WGT. I always see you at the top of the leaderboards, and mm-hmm. AJ's just a stone cold killer, you know. He's uh, <laughs> basically our Voldemort, right? I think Oh our Voldemort. Voldemort, Good. yeah. He Good who to shall know. not be named, yeah.
2: But you but you named him.
3: Well, I can. <laughs> <laughs>
2: As always, oh, no. this podcast is presented by Breckenridge Brewery. It's another beautiful Friday in Denver, so don't forget to stop by your local grocery store or liquor store or Costco and pick up the 15-can Mile High City Lager. Behind me, it is on tap. Beautiful. Right it is. There. Beautiful. Look
0: at that. Right on tap.
2: Um, as always, I'm your host, Allie Monroy, and with me today, I've got Adam Mardes, Patrick decide. Lyons, oh, no. AJ Hafley, and Andre Simone.
4: Close.
3: Yeah, <laughs> mere images.
2: Uh, guys, this week we found out the NBA is officially coming back. Basketball, we'll have basketball back. We'll have hockey. The timeline right now looks like games will begin being played July 31st. Right, Adam?
0: Yep, that's right. July 31st, which was the last day Adam Silver said he would allow for the league to resume. So they they, they pushed mm. the envelope there.
1: Way to be in a hurry.
2: Adam, could you go in a bit more of detail on the NBA's plan to come back?
0: Yeah, so they're coming back on July um, 31st. All of the teams are going to be in Orlando at Disney World um, for, for this event. Disney World has obviously a ton of like amenities for large conferences and things like that. They have huge hotels. Um, and then they have a bunch of facilities, workout facilities in basketball court so every team all 22 teams that are invited the worst eight teams in the nba are not invited teams that had no chance of making the playoffs i think you had to be something like within five games of the playoffs or something to get the invite back so that uh, resulted in 22 teams and what's going to happen is all of those 22 teams are going to play eight regular season games i'm using air quotes here because it's sort of like not quite postseason not really a regular season but they're going to finish out the re- the regular season with eight games for all teams, and then they're doing something kind of gimmicky. The ninth seed is going to challenge the eighth seed for a play-in game, kind of like baseball does, the the, the one-off play-in you know play-in game, and you have to be within it. Yeah, this is where it gets complex. The ninth seed can only get to challenge the eighth seed if they're within four games, so We'll we'll see, you know, how how all the chips fall, but likely there's going to be at least one nine versus eight play in game. And the way it'll work is the nine seed has to beat the eight seed twice, whereas the eight seed has to beat the nine seed just once. So eight regular season games, one little play in sort of tournament. And then after that, it's just a regular east west playoff bracket one through eight go into the just just like you would normally have.
4: I posit. How do you feel it? about
2: it?
0: Oh,
4: you Patrick, you can go. Well, you said it's it's quote-unquote regular season. You can probably call it the irregular season. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so they, might, actually, be a sunlight. better name. So the NBA calls it seeding games, I think, which is – I'm going to start calling it the irregular season. I'm going <laughs> to steal that and not credit you at all for that, Patrick. That's going <laughs> nice. to be an Adam Adamata's original. I like um, it. Would but, yeah, th- so how do I feel about it? You know there was no because perfect... I feel like
2: I've seen a lot of people who are really excited about it and then I've seen people who aren't excited about this
0: I think there's a lot of people and we learned this we've learned this as sports there's a lot of people that just like to complain and I think it's people yeah. like to talk <laughs> about sports so and a lot of times you're talking about the things that are wrong I think there's so much going on in the world right now and there's so in with coronavirus there was no perfect option and this to me is pretty much everything as perfect as the other options that were proposed. Everything sort of had a compromise, whether it was a compromise of money that NBA was going to make, a compromise of fairness, meaning some team was going to get you know, unnecessarily um, a boost from this, or it was going to just not be fun. This, to me, is a good combination of all of them. It's going to be fun. Every game the irregular season portion is going to be very interesting the play in part will be very interesting the playoffs are always interesting so it'll be fun i don't think anybody really gets the short end of the stick on there there's some teams that get a little bit of the short end but nobody that i think has a legitimate beef to you know really like throw their hands in the air and say everything's rigged so to me it's 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 a good it, it's a good sort of compromise to to achieve what they were trying to do
2: all right with the nba nhl set to play hip hip you ray asked in our dnvr <laughs> well lounge uh which denver team do you think will most likely win a championship this season after going through quarantine and with the way the schedule is laid out for both the nhl and nba is it the abs or it's is it the nuggets and i <laughs> AJ is very excited to talk about this clearly (laughs) I want Adam and AJ to kind of give their takes on this kind of give their argument and then you can Adam if and AJ you can decide if you agree with it you think the Nuggets will or you think the Avs will win the championship but have more chances than the other team and then we can decide Patrick Andre um, what we think but let's start with AJ who's very excited.
1: I think it's the abs um the abs they're they're really, really, really good. And they're playing in a deeply flawed conference that doesn't have a juggernaut. So if you don't have one, then go be the juggernaut. there isn't there isn't an obvious roadblock in their way, like the nuggets have like the Lakers or the Clippers or even the Rockets. It's like, the 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 West out the the West in hockey is is wide open this year. There are three teams really at the top that's separated uh, that the that, that are all going to be in the seeding, and then there's a handful of dangerous teams from there. But Colorado uh, was hanging on and doing just fine. They were second in the conference despite all the injury issues that they had. Now they are completely healthy. They are disturbingly healthy. Like, there's no way they make it through training camp without something bad happening. Like, even Colin Wilson is healthy. Like, this is... Oh! It's going to be the weirdest having Colin Wilson be healthy. Do
2: do we know what happened to him? No. No.
1: He was 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 just out
2: for months on end, and we have no clue still.
1: Mid-practice, he just left practice, and we just didn't see him for several months. He was just gone, and there was just no word. It was just like... He's alive, guys. He's fine that way, but you know he can't play NHL hockey. Well, now we can play NHL hockey again. So uh, the abs and the abs, honestly, they're going to benefit nicely from how the schedule is going to set up. Uh, Whoever they play in the first round is going to have to go through a round to get there, and so that's going to be a beat up team while they were just playing seeding games, which with this week's announcement makes those games important, but not the same intensity of you lose and your season is over. Mm. And to, to be honest, the abs are just better than the nuggets uh, in their respective sports. So <laughs> it's just, and like, that's not like a knock. It's just that the nuggets have more quality ahead of them than the abs do. And so uh, the abs just have a cleaner path. Uh, they've got multiple superstars in their primes uh, or just at the start of their careers that are chomping at the bit to get to this. They've been, this is the first time that they have used the season to build to this. Uh, in the past, it was used the season to just get to the to get to the postseason and then see what happens. This is the first time that they've used the season to prepare for the postseason where the postseason was the goal and not sort of the icing on the cake. So we're going to see we're going to see what the abs are really, really, really made of. This has been their sole focus from day one of training camp 10,000 years ago when it took place. Um, it's it's just they're just they're just wired in a certain way. And they have that championship swagger, and they have the championship talent, and I think that the the the, the setup of the NHL is going to benefit them nicely as one of the best NHL, uh, one of the NHL's best road teams. They don't need to play in Denver the way that the Nuggets do. So I think that uh, all of this is a feather in Colorado's cap, and there they're, there's a reason Vegas has them as as a one of the top favorites because because they just straight up are.
2: AJ, on the uh free skate Friday Avs show that we are now doing every Friday, definitely check that out. Um, you said if there's a player that is out of shape that comes into that training camp out of shape, you would say they don't care and you'd cut them.
1: Yeah, they're gone. Um you can't you can't get rid of guys like that in the NHL, but at the end of yeah, the season, but- you you get you do I don't I don't care what his contract looks like, you get rid of that guy. You can't. If you're going to take this seriously, if you're going to try and win a Stanley Cup, you got to be. You got to be about the accomplishment that's bigger than yourself. And if you can't use quarantine to stay in shape, you can't use this whole process to continue to take it seriously and keep your eyes on the prize. You're not serious enough about winning a championship. And you don't belong in the abs organization anymore. Mm. You either be accountable and be about it, or you don't. And if you're not going to be about it, get the hell out.
4: Tonight, wow. To pick <laughs> off. To piggyback off that idea, the one worry I have for the Avs, and they they definitely seem like they're they're closer towards uh, to a championship, I think than the Nuggets is their age. They're obviously they're they're one of the younger teams in the NHL, and you know you got to be curious what what Bednar and his, his staff were were able to do during this you know pseudo off season. Like these young guys, you know they're they're still in their their first few seasons in the NHL and. How, how did they use this downtime, right? I think maybe more veteran players might have been able to, to stay a little bit sharper and, and to kind of know what was at stake. Uh, I think all NHL teams are probably going to suffer from that that same lag. You know, with, with, baseball, oh, yeah. with baseball, it was just, okay, we're delayed. We don't know when we're going to start, but we got to start. NBA and, and NHL, it was, we don't know if we're going to be playing at all. So how sharp do you want to stay? How much do you want to push it? During during this time off. So it'll be interesting to see if if a lot of those young guys really did stay in shape. And if not, maybe they'll actually that that youth will allow them to rebound that much quicker than than some older players on some of the other teams that they're going to be going against in the playoffs.
2: Another big thing about this is if these young players, both in basketball and hockey, had a gym or something available for them to keep practicing during this quarantine. I know Landis Gog said that he had a gym set up where he was, um, but some of these players might have had a few weights, not <laughs> everything that they need to stay. What? Are you, it, why are you laughing? AJ?
1: Anybody that follows Miko Rantanen on Instagram knows that uh, he's been using his dog for weightlifting. Oh yeah. <laughs> so amazing. That's It's been wildly entertaining to watch that, and that dog be a part of the process.
2: He does not side. look like he likes it.
1: So it depends on the day. Sometimes he I think he looks more like what's going on here
0: than anything <laughs> like, else. So.
1: And yeah, cuz that's how I'm that's my yeah. reaction when I'm watching it. I'm very much what's going on here. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Well, I, I don't know if we're talking about weightlifting and 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 body improvement during quarantine. We had looked no further than Nikola Jokic, maybe the most hyped athlete in the world right now. <laughs> Nobody has seen him. He's like Bigfoot. There's only like these grainy, you know, uh, cell phone photos of him out uh, you know, out walking around. But Tim Conley said he has his beach body and that he has Abs. abs he has abs but then today we had a, a the media had a conference call with jamal murray and jamal murray said he has a four pack which i've always thought it was a six pack but apparently he's got a four pack so he's almost there <laughs> it's like you're getting you them out grow. of time but
1: yeah you
2: grow. you start with the two then you go to the four then you get to the six so he's all,
0: he's up to four pack which is pretty good <laughs> and amazing. i don't believe it <laughs> this to be like the shock of the century but um the the hype is definitely real about Jokic in this new uh fitness level so we'll see and it, you can't think...
2: forget Bull Bull's videos of him working out. Yeah.
0: Bull Bull's like <laughs> one of the most interesting players to watch work out one on zero. Because he's just like such a unique like body. And yeah. he's so talented and fluid that it's like, wow, what am I watching?
4: Yeah. <laughs> you have to wonder if something was taken out of context when referring to Jokic's abs. They might have just been talking about a 15 a pack. Sandler from Pro. <laughs> right. Well was, done. Oh, he's, Great he, synergy. He's got an eight-pack. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> We're trying here.
0: It's funny. Speaking of synergy, we you, you asked the question here, uh, Ali, about who has the best chance at the title. If we ask DraftKings, the Denver Nuggets right now have the – they're tied for the seventh best odds in the NBA at basically 30-1, to one, um, nice. tied with the Miami Heat and Philadelphia 76ers. So I guess tied for seventh, eighth, ninth. The Avs are third, that seven-and-a-half to one. So – at least DraftKings views the, the Colorado Avalanche as significantly more likely to win a championship this season.
2: But what and do you this- think? What would your argument be, Adam? If you need, if you needed to give an argument, what would it well, be?
0: Well, here's what's interesting about that question. In my mind, is I think hockey. And AJ might roll his eyes at this. I think hockey just lends itself more to variance. In the NBA, we went 20 years where yeah. the NBA finals featured either Tim Duncan, LeBron James, or Kobe Bryant. 20 years where the finals featured one of those three players. It just, there's not a lot of variance at the top level. Teams rise and fall, but to actually get to the top, it, it, you have to have, like, typically, you have to have a very, very special team or special talent in a way that I think in the NHL there's a little bit more um, variability. But that's what's so interesting about this year. There's so if there was ever a year where you could say, I don't it's really anybody's game. I think the NBA this year really lends itself to that. There's no home court advantage. There's, you know, th- there's going to be players coming off of Harrison Wind, actually. Uh, w- w- one of our reporters obviously had this great stat where when the NBA resumes on July 31st, there will actually have been a longer break between the games when they ended and when they started than in a typical offseason yeah. by about That's 30 days by about 30 days. So we are basically going an entire offseason plus another 30 days um, before they come back. So I think if ever there was a year for a team to you know sort of sneak in and, and, and make the most of this, it maybe feel like a March Madness style run, I think this would be it.
2: Do you think those eight games are going to be enough, though, to get them back into shape? for Allie Oh, I
0: was like, man, I, she's oh. speechless.
2: <laughs> Am I here? Am I back?
3: Yeah, yeah, you're here.
2: Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, Adam.
0: Are you good, and Adam? It
4: was Adam, who got got? <laughs> he's out, now he's back.
0: <laughs> Hello? I think I'm here.
4: Okay, <laughs> yeah, you, you are here. Are, are you, though? <laughs>
2: uh, are any Adam, of us here? Adam, so do you true. think those eight games are going to be enough to get these guys back into that playoff mentality, that playoff condition?
0: I mean, oh, God, no. <laughs> the NBA plays 82 games usually, and, and it, that people complain sometimes about the length of the schedule, and there's legitimate complaints there. But it really is. 82 games really is about a team learning to come together and gaining chemistry. Basketball at its highest level is about guys being on the same wavelength. And some of your best teams – are teams that have that synergy to just an un- unreal degree. Eight games is not going to be that. So, no, the teams are going to be compromised. The playbooks are going to be smaller than usual. Uh, I do think it's going to be enough time for guys to be in shape. I don't, I'm not worried about that part of it. But it's just teams' playbooks throughout the year, they start like this and they just kind of grow and grow and grow and grow because you add nuances to it. They're not going to be able to do that, any NBA team, I think, in the short period of time they have.
2: All right, so – our answer to this, AJ said, "AVS." Andre, who do you think has the best chance?
3: I mean, the, must I say more? It, it's it's the AVS. It's because of the parody in the NHL, which we mentioned, and it's because they're they're in a wide open Western Conference. And what I really think is, if if you're trying to target teams that have that right mix of playoff experience and young legs, and could really be suited to make a nice run in a vacuum. In these kind of odd circumstances, I think the abs have to be one of those prime candidates in the NHL. I do think the Nuggets probably have a better chance now than they did had we just played the playoffs out with no COVID as usual. But still, you got to give the advantage to the abs.
1: I will say that the eight games is the one thing that really might give the Nuggets a better chance because... Sure. Uh, Colorado is going to play three games for seeding, and then they're going to go into the first round. If they're if they're sluggish, if they're if they get if, if they go up against a hot goaltender, any any of the things that can happen in hockey, um, you know, you just have a bad week. You're done, right? Like you're just done. And if they have a bad week in the seating and that means they get Edmonton in round one and McDavid and will just go off. You're just done like you're OK, well. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun right. to talk about for four months, and then they're just, <laughs> right. you know, within ten days, your season's over. So uh, the eight games is really a big is a big boon that yeah. that they will not have in the hockey season.
3: Especially if the Nuggets can lock down one of those top three seeds and kind of get an easier first round matchup, that really is, you know, twelve games to warm up, even closer to fifteen. That's not bad to get into round two where things really start. And the NHL always had a ton of parity. What was it? Last year, both A-seeds went on, right? And uh, Yeah,
1: last year was the first time in NHL history all four division winners lost in the first round.
3: <laughs> which is insane. And if yeah. that was happening in a regular season just last year, forget it, all bets are off this year.
2: I also think that the Avs are, they just can take advantage of this time off a little more due to all of those injuries. The fact that we have yeah. Colin Wilson back and, yeah. and just he,
1: Colin Wilson probably won't play by the way. Like
2: but, if I mean, they have a fully healthy
1: roster, there's a very real chance he's not on that's,
2: it. That's true. But the fact that they had so many injuries for so yeah. long, hopefully it, that, that injury bug doesn't come back. I am knocking on a bunch of wood Avs fans. Um, but I feel like they have their whole team back and they took the time to build that chemistry. I I think they have a better chance than the nuggets who were starting to get going a bit. Um, mm-hmm. Once the season went to a, a pause. So I, th- I think the abs as well. What about you, Patrick?
4: Yeah, it's gotta be the avalanche. There's a lot of things going in their favor. They, they kind of had the, the tightest knit unit. And I think with the, this irregular season and, and with such a long layoff now, the, the, 2020 or 2019 2020 nba championship basically is it's like winning the great alaskan shootout it's it's an early preseason game it's a really just a, a forebear for the 2020 2021 season so you you're gonna have just some star players taking over the game and you know if you believe that that Jokic and murray are enough to to run run throughout the playoffs and and win it fine but I, I think there's some better players in the West that are going to do that for their team. So, yeah, all, all signs point to the, the Avalanche being the ones that have the best shot at coming away with the championship. I will Adam, say are this. you still
0: here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think so. Can you see oh, me? Yep,
3: me? we can hear you. Yes, yes,
0: yes. Is he frozen
2: for anyone else?
1: Yeah, I, it's just a black box. He's a black oh,
2: box. Oh, yeah. for me, he's just oh.
0: frozen.
1: Yes, I see <laughs> him. I don't <laughs> see him. I, I can hear yeah, him probably. just fine.
0: This is a real shame. No, I... I do tend to agree, though. I do think that it's it's the abs. But um, what was that?
2: That, that? that is Brandon. Part? I was gonna say yes. that sounds like sounds
1: like Brandon. Sounds like Brandon Coming Brandon. Brandon
2: was agreeing with you, Adam. That sounds like an amazing idea.
0: <laughs> That's it. I think I think it is the abs. But I think it'll be interesting. It'll it'll be fun. And it's the we talk about the variance in the NBA this year. That works. We're talking about the positive aspect of that. Ooh, they could sneak in and do this. It's also the negative aspect. They could end up just losing every game and being terrible and lost whatever chemistry they had built all year. So fingers crossed not that one.
2: (laughs) Touch wood for that one too. But DraftKings agreed with us. It looks like the abs for them. But also, you can bet on more than just the abs and the nuggets that aren't playing right now. This Saturday, UFC 250 is starting off the June sports calendar with a bang Do you you think you know who's going to win that big first fight this weekend? DraftKings Sportsbooks is putting you in the center of the action with a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. If you want a few tips before placing any bets, definitely check out Andre here and Ryan's Daily Bet Show where they will be breaking down what and where they think you should put your money on today at 5 o'clock. So if you're watching the live, definitely check that out. Um, but after you get that advice, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code DNVR when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to a $1,000. On top of that, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering no-brainer odds on Noon's Winning. Winning the big fight this weekend, bet $10 to win $50. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook has a sign-up bonus up to $1000. Don't forget, enter that code DNVR and get your sign-up sign-up bonus up to $1000, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 and older. Colorado only bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match. Each up to $500 deposit bonus requires 25 X playthrough restrictions apply. See draftkings.com slash for details. And of course, if you have a gambling cr- problem, call 1-800-522-4700. I- I'm bummed, Adam. You're still frozen on mine.
3: Um, <laughs>
2: <Adam>. <laughs> Drew, same branding, yelling, fixes, <laughs> fixing Adam's camera. Yeah. Um. All right. Moving on. Ira Kriesman, our very own Drew Kriesman's brother, wants to know if you weren't covering your sport right now. So Adam would be basketball, but he's disappeared. Patrick, baseball. AJ, hockey. And Andre, you mainly cover football. So yeah, let's
3: say football. Yeah. You talk about all of it, but (laughs) you mainly
2: cover football. Right. Um. So if you weren't covering those teams, what sport would you want to cover? Baseball. Let's start. Okay, AJ, tell baseball.
1: me why, Hunter. Because baseball rocks. I love <laughs> baseball. Baseball is awesome, and it, it gives you something to do every day. You're at the park constantly. Uh, a bad week is just a bad week. You don't have to sit around and worry. Oh, we're gonna. It's it's not the same. It's not the same level of knee jerk reaction because you have a thousand games to play. It's awesome. I and baseballs. If 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 I have to pick a team sport, um, it would be baseball because it, it would be my second favorite team sport.
2: And you would like the long season?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm accustomed to a long season. I'm accustomed to to, to kind of grinding away every baseball. day. <laughs> yeah, it's obviously it's half in terms of the games, but uh, in hockey, like you have you have one day off a week, just the same as in in MLB, where it's like you know the, they have one day where they're not practicing or they're not traveling or whatever. You know, it's the same as baseball. So the grind is pretty similar. It's just that you're covering games and you're not spending all you're not spending as much time. You know spending 40 minutes watching them tool around on the ice and then another 40 minutes waiting for the coach to take a shower and then you know <laughs> toy with the media so you end up it, it it takes four hours anyway. I'd rather be watching a game. like I would rather have something that counts if I'm gonna be if if I'm gonna be spending uh, a large portion of my day doing that anyway, give me the game any any yeah over over a practice anytime yeah and again, baseball rocks course field is amazing. Um, it's, it's just, uh, and anything, anything, I love the flow of baseball because something bad happens to you and you just come right back the next day and it's fine. It can, theoretically, it can be fine for the Rockies. It's like the month of July and (laughs) you know, whatever, but it's, it's just, it's just such an interesting sport from a day to day perspective that, uh, I think covering that would be awesome. I think covering football would be terrible.
2: Really? Why? Yeah.
1: Because you have to be on all year and you only spend 16 days great point watching games, but you have to be you have to be at work on call all year long because the NFL is obsessed with itself. So <laughs> it's it's just I think I think covering football would be terrible because you're you have to you spend you get done covering the NFL and then it becomes it's a sprint to the draft. So now you're covering college football for three months and it's covering college football that's already happened. And then and then you're done and then you spend two months talking about it. And it's just like there's never an off switch with the NFL. And every one of these other sports has has the decency and this and the presence of mind to just go away for a couple of weeks where we can where we can enjoy something else.
2: AJ, but you cover you helped cover the draft for us. Yeah, I you, love
1: I love covering years. I love covering the draft. The the draft is amazing, but I wouldn't want to do both. You're like I'm ready for I, I just, training camp immediately afterwards. Yeah, like I'm. I don't want to. Do, I don't want to. Do, I don't want to do all of that. And you spend a month and it It's like what a month, month and a half in training camp. Kill me. That's long. <laughs> I will. I will take the abs four day training camp and then even even hockey preseason is too long with like three weeks. But I will take that over the the godlessness that is the NFL preseason.
4: Okay. And there's international play. There's international play with hockey, so you can like mm-hmm. take your eyes off the NHL for a minute if you wanted to, and, and distract yourself with that. The NFL just has the NFL. That's it. There's there's no world game to look at and, and dream about. Hey, if this guy came over to America, you it, you're right. It it's very uh, it's very of itself in a lot of ways.
2: All right. Let's move on to you, Patrick. Do you first? Do you agree with a lot of AJ said about covering baseball?
4: Oh yeah i I do it now it's great yeah it's it's fantastic exactly. <laughs> I, I I don't I love that it's it's every day yeah it's it's a grind, no two ways about it. I re- remember last year when the Rockies were home for I think ten straight days, and by like day six it was like whoa, we we're just past the halfway point, but that's what's great about it too you you can catch your breath within that and 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 that's really where you know you can become a grinder and and really. Begin to appreciate some some more of the smaller things in the game. So it's 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 always there for you, you know, for better or worse, and most times it's it's for the better.
2: All right, what team would you want to cover if it wasn't baseball?
4: Well, it may come as a surprise. I would I would probably cover the Colorado Rapids. I, I like soccer. Okay. Oh. You know, I I was in Germany just before they hosted the World Cup in two thousand six, and didn't like soccer at all. I retired at the age of six. You know, I (laughs) couldn't keep my finger out of my nose. I would fight with the goalie who was on my team and he was like three inches taller than me and always beat me up. And I didn't, that was just where my head was at at the time. So
2: (laughs) at six, at at six six, years old,
4: as it usually is. Um, (laughs) now I don't fight with people, but I still might pick my nose. But besides the point watching the 06 world cup, it really sucked me into the sport as just it's it's amazing it's amazing It it is the world's game and to learn about these teams and their histories and if you're if you're a big fan of logos you know mean, like different color compositions and things of that nature you're like oh man look at this nickname over here and this team plays at craven cottage and white Hart lane and they just have these it's just an amazing world that most people in america don't really know about and and they're they're missing out and we have it right here on our own soil so whether it was covering the german bundesliga or waiting for mls to come back and, and cover the rapids i i think soccer would be the route that that i would really like to cover even if their games were you know as infrequent as they are still doing the practice thing getting to know the players and just studying the game even deeper than i already do it, it would just be it would be fantastic
2: All right. Well, when we move on to covering the Rapids, eventually we'll, we'll have a guy to go write some, some articles and cover the team a bit. It'll be
1: perfect. He can replace, he can take the Rapids and I'll replace him with on the Rockies. (laughs) Yeah. AJ. AJ,
2: I think the abs community would
3: revolt
2: if you weren't covering (laughs) the abs. AJ,
3: don't you dare.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Adam, if you weren't covering basketball, what team would you want to cover?
0: Man, I—it's funny because all of these have like real flaws. First of all, I'm not i am not like qualified to cover any of these teams, like even, <laughs> even remotely. But you know, football is—I think—the most annoying of the leagues. You know, they're—they're they're pretentious about all the little rules they have and don't use this logo or put this thing there. And that's that, to me—that's there's something obnoxious about that. Um, but to the, you got, the point you guys were talking about with baseball. It's Too many games. It's too long of a season. I, think, I don't think I could like focus for that long. Um, so I'm actually going to go with the Rapids as well as Patrick. I know this is this is crazy <laughs> surprise here.
4: The so fan on? base,
2: <laughs> our members are going to uh, be like, why don't you have a Rapids? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know anything about soccer, so this is a really crazy take. But I got you. More. I got you. So I, I'm definitely unqualified to talk about this. It would be either abs. It would either be abs or Rapids. But the reason is. I really enjoy the community aspect of of all of this, and and like that's a community that that I think could very easily grow, and you could be experimental and have and and have some fun with the NBA, I'm also coming from an NBA where, you know, I, this is one thing I've learned from being at DNVR. NBA athletes are probably the most famous, sort of pampered control their Divas. own narratives. Yeah. And not all of them, of course, but I'm just saying it's more common in the NBA than in any of these other sports because they're so popular. They make so much money. They really don't yeah. need the media in any way. Whereas I think other sports sports sort of do. It's a more collaborative or, you know, there's more opportunity to do some fun stuff with them or what have you. The Rapids, I think would be the peak of that. They, not only um, you know are open to it, but I think probably need it. They need as much exposure and attention or whatever, and you can get real creative with it.
2: Oh, speaking of baseball, just being long in general, the season is long. But I just got to hand it to Patrick and Drew because I've gone to a few games as media with them, and you get there for a six forty game at like noon, and then you hang out, you watch batting practice, you talk to the players. Then you have a, a, a bit of a break. Then the game comes on. That's another four hours. Then you have to write. Then you have to go to the locker room. Those days were like the ones I went to cover noon to like midnight. And then you got to wake up the next day to go do that all over again. It's a long, long day.
4: <laughs> on a Sunday, one o'clock game after a Saturday night game, like if it goes extra innings or it's, a, you know, it, there's a lot of that's, excitement. That's where you have his,
1: like a partner on a beat for a reason. Sure. Yeah. like for a day like that, for, for that kind of a situation, you know, and it could be like a travel day for the other guy as well. Like that's, that's where, I mean, obviously if you're doing, if you're talking about doing all of this completely on your own, none of
4: these sports are fun to cover. If I could set up a cot in the visitor's dugout that I'll do, give me, I'll be back <laughs> 9.00 AM. I'll set. I'll set the alarm and I'll have to drive home to drive all the way back to the stadium. That's all good.
2: Oh, it's crazy. That was definitely I think I've covered every I've gone to game days for every um beat on here and baseball was the one where I was like, "Oh my god, this is a long day." So then right do it right back again. Andre, what team would you want to cover if you weren't focused on the Broncos?
3: No, no, no. Allow me to address these rapid <laughs> things. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who actually covered the Rapids for a year. Let me say, the the real pro here, and you guys missed out on this, you just mentioned the slog of covering a baseball game. Rapids, you had to be there like 20 minutes before the game. Great spread, best spread in town, bar none. (laughs) And then, you know, there's not a ton of games. You know it's going to be two hours. You know, you're going to have 90 minutes of actual play. You might have some extra time, and you'll have a 20-minute break. Pressers are nice and quick. It's just you and five other guys, boom, back in the car, and we're off to write Rapids grades and Rapids film rooms and all that good stuff, you know. Um, So I I see the advantage. I also think you're maybe, you know, this – you're not – you're not going to cover a team at Wembley Stadium here. It's uh, it's Dick's Sporting Good Park, and it's kind of hard to get out of that parking lot. And that's close
0: to my house, though. You know, that's a ten
3: uh, minute uh, drive. Boom. I'm just saying, you guys might I, uh, trust me. I think you have it better on what you're doing now than the Rapids.
2: It's hard to get out of that parking lot. See, Andre's giving you the specifics. That, that's
0: very specific. <laughs> But that's
3: why you you stay after you compile quotes. You let them clear the parking lot and then you're off. It really is like a nice you can be in and out in like three and a half (laughs) hours. Um,
0: You, You mentioned the spread, though. Can I go back to that? Honestly, low-key and important sort of like yes. <laughs> elements of the decision-making yes. here When we were in Portland for the playoffs, they brought in a bartender with be- with kegs of beer mm. And as much beer as you wanted for like this like hour after post-game conference like The comments and you just sit there and get drunk on beer oh. They pour you these tall beers and it was incredible I was thinking like this is the best beat in town
1: they do that in oh, Dallas also- in the NHL. They give you a bucket. They bring. They give you a big bucket of uh, uh of beer, and it's all it's it's in ice, and you just sit up in the press box after the game and just
0: pound beer. Have
1: at it. The Nuggets dangerous. had
2: that um after the draft a year yeah. ago.
0: Yeah, yeah. They, they out had some beers. Beer.
2: That was the first time that I was like, beers at the press box? All so, right. So, you know what's
0: funny about that is it was actually only a month after the playoffs against Portland. So I think they heard everybody talking um, about like, hey, how nice is this? huh? Portland does it right. And they're like, all right, you guys, we'll bring you some beer.
3: But the abs
1: don't do I mean, anything like that.
2: Yeah, the abs have popcorn.
1: No, <laughs> some no. Soda. See, they, uh, they took away some of the popcorn this year. We now have <laughs> mm, mm, gummy bears oh no wait, <laughs> what?
3: What? aj they did this for you your brand has been you, gummy man. bears for like
1: years what
3: I this is an what, homage though. to
1: you oh my god i didn't know this gummy gummy bears every day it gets old man <laughs> p.s p.s oh, so wow. do those gummy bears because i'm not sure they put them away yeah <laughs> and uh, they definitely don't go through all of them after after every game so it's uh
0: when when it, when it comes games. to
1: the the spread, hockey sucks. <laughs> Unless you're in California, because then they bring you uh, in and out.
4: Oh, then people baseball cra- over, the spread overrated. is hot dogs. Well, no people. Some people, you know, speak ill of what they got at, at Coors Field press box, but it's pretty good. They got hot food. You can go with, with the cheap option and, and get a salad, and you know, load up on that. I think all of the Sandwich meats are free. You can you have that. The the soda. Yeah. There's popcorn. There's ice cream okay. sandwiches. Oh wow. Um, yes. I it's it, it. This this quarantine time has allowed me to drop all of that press box because <laughs> you can really just go to town and snack all day long. They've they have uh, like a pastry chef that has all kinds of like crazy baked goods that they'll have for every single game. So it's it can be bonkers. But as you mentioned, Allie, after the third inning, however or whatever hot dogs or, or brats are left behind, it's it's free. So sometimes some of the, the you'll, you'll see the interns after that final out of the third inning, they all kind of get up and scatter and you know they're going to get, you know, a couple of free hot dogs as their dinner.
2: But the one thing that's different with uh baseball, correct me if I'm wrong, is but like you said the cheap option you have to pay for for the spread. Well, in at least in football and uh, basketball, it's it's free. It's just there for you before the game, and then I I don't know about the gummy bears. I know the popcorn was just available for whatever.
1: They uh, the, so the ABS did actually make a change where their their pregame food, um, their pregame meal used to be fifteen dollars, which was the most expensive in the league, and now it's totally free. Oh, yes. So that was nice because it wasn't it wasn't worth paying for, right.
2: I gotta I gotta represent football here. I football spreads are pretty good. I I yeah. they normally do it where they based on the team that's coming in, they'll they'll do like if it's KFC, they'll do um, KFC wings is that sounds.
3: If it's K C <laughs> no, they'll do barbecue, yes, yes.
2: There we go. Sorry.
3: By putting uh, the chest in there,
2: which, you confuse yourself. Philly will be Philly cheesesteaks, which, like, for the media mm. that's coming from Philadelphia, they're like, <laughs> "I don't terrible. want Denver's cheese ca- steaks. Like, right. what yeah. are you doing? Um, but it's still, it's still pretty good. I, I gotta say, it's not bad.
1: I I would like to also just say that if I could cover any sport and it wasn't a team sport, I could just cover any sport in the in that's out there. It would 100 be tennis. Oh, because I would get to travel around the world. You would get to be on. It would basically be January to October ish, yeah. and uh, you get to you get to see the world. You're somewhere new every week. Um, you know, it's you travel early in the week, and then you cover the you cover the tournament uh, at the end of the week, and you're good. You're out of there. And then the majors, fun. you would get to be there for a couple of weeks, and you get to be. You know, you get to be a Wimbledon, you get to be in Australia, you go to you go to New York City and cover the U.S. Open. I think that would be incredible and just a totally different lifestyle. Um, You would I can't imagine you could function in a in a in a relationship in covering tennis just because you would you're never home. Um, But I think that would be I think that would be awesome where you're getting you're getting to know the people that you're covering on a way deeper level because you're spending all year with them. And not in like these very, very, very tight designated like, okay, you have 10 minutes to go talk to 20 dudes. Good luck. You know, it's 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 just such a different atmosphere. And seriously, you could see the world. That'd be awesome.
4: And tennis rocks. Eight tennis journalists in the world. Like how many people actually get to do that job? right? Right.
1: Yeah. There's not very many of them.
4: Andre, you
2: never gave me an answer
1: yeah you know really at the start of my
3: (laughs) yeah i had to clear up some things on the rapids but really at my (laughs) when i started to kind of pursue this career seriously i got at a bit of a crossroads where i wanted to do basketball because that's what i knew well i was really up on the nba and stuff um but the only opening was in football so i started doing a podcast on that and i was like well if i'm gonna do that i might as well start breaking down film and covering the draft um then here we are like six years later. Um, So, yeah, I would cover basketball in a heartbeat because uh, the NBA is great. I love those personalities. I love the nuggets. Um, You know, it's uh, there's just something so special. I I really think they're pound for pound the most special athletes in the world, just the combination of athleticism and how unique their bodies are and how skilled they still have to be. Um, Yeah yeah there's pros and cons for every single sport uh which i love and i aj and i would have to go in a cage and whoever comes out alive would get to cover tennis for dnvr if we ever went that way (laughs) um and i i would love to do cycling because you get to travel and it's really pastoral settings though i know my stomach is too weak to be a Cycling journalists, because those guys are like bombing down hills in cars, and I am too much of a wuss for that. Um, but that aside, I, I would do if I could fly a drone. I would be a, a cycling journalist, I guess. Uh, but no, I do basketball all the way.
2: I feel like we're learning a lot about each other with this question. I didn't think they didn't think we would, but uh, all right. So the rapids, cycling, and tennis.
4: That's right. I would do. I would do long distance running. I, I okay, uh, throw in another one. <laughs> so marathon, ultra, oh, wow, ultra yeah. marathon, like you can be like the 40th best marathoner in the country and then you go to ultra running and it's like, okay, I'm going to do 50 miles and you're immediately sponsored athlete. And and Boulder's a gr- great place for for co- covering that. So stay tuned. 2021 is going to be a big year for kind of <laughs> sports coverage.
2: Oh, surprise, we're adding all of these.
4: <laughs> yes. Also. Surprise, also, if all had,
1: sponsors uh, dropped us. <laughs> 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 if if I could cover the Eagles full time, I think that would also be so fun. Not um, the Philadelphia Eagles. So so I I obviously obviously not after I'm I just aware. trashed the NFL. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I I would I would love to cover the Eagles full time. I think that would just be awesome. AHL. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they I, I've there I I've always loved minor uh, the AHL is the reason why I'm here today, so it would be, it would be coming full circle for me. Um, it would be awesome. I, I love watching AHL hockey. I love prospects, and then the the access is just different. It's way more intimate. You really get a better feel for who players are. You get to know coaches. PR is way, way, way nicer about stuff, uh, and just in just the access you get is so much better. And you know, maybe maybe it's just because I cover the Iron Curtain and. That's how I feel. But, um, you know, maybe covering a different NHL team would make me less inclined to cover the AHL, but I, I think covering the Eagles would be so much fun. Uh, just, just to get to cover prospects all the time and get to go on and see their careers, um, you know, later on. And I, I've always loved minor leagues also covering minor league baseball. would be.
0: Awesome. There's a small little news piece here that I think is interesting. that I just dropped out the, uh, they they released some more details about this bubble scenario for the for the NBA. No blood testing for, for the entirety of the event. So that'll be a little interesting. No drug no drug testing. There'll be no there'll be no wow. drug testing throughout the entire event. So probably sorry smart. what? <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, that will that will probably be very interesting.
0: Yeah. I don't mean take take That's from crazy. that what you will, but just kind of a weird detail.
3: That's crazy. You could not get away with doing that in some of these other sports like UFC going on this weekend. I don't think you could get away with that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's All right, a before. tricky.
2: Before we wrap up, you already know it, but if you didn't, Denver Rubber Company is the most reliable local partner for your long-term projects. Denver Rubber Company is an essential business and has filled so many needs for several industries across the country during this crazy time. And they've stayed open during this time, supplying products to other essential businesses such as medical, military defense, government, wind energy, and food and beverage industries. Be sure to call them today for any of your needs at 1-800-259-001 one zero or visit them at drcfirst.com slash dnvr. surprisingly i'm gonna bring up more soccer
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow the soccer podcast <laughs> <Who knew? laughs> okay bye
2: <laughs> <laughs> I got to give a really quick shout out to our subscriber whose name is Double D. He left or they left a comment on last week's pod with a lot of detail helping me choose a Premier League team Oh, I God. still haven't chosen a team.
1: What? Oh my I God, to... make a commitment. What are you waiting yeah. for?
2: For them to play. Oh, I used to, world. I played soccer uh, until I was too concussed to be able to pl- continue playing. So I played soccer my entire life. So I want to watch these guys. I want to see the style they play. Like, come on. Like Once a... I make a commitment, they're going to be like my life long team. So I, I got to make sure it's the right one. Of course, as AJ rolls his eyes, we know he's a Chelsea fan. But, Patrick, do you have a Premier League team?
4: Oh, yeah. Tottenham Hotspur, baby. That's the club. <laughs> Out of London, White Hart Lane. Tottenham Hotspur. That's where it's at. A couple Tottenham, of Rockies tot- players, actually. Yeah, it's Tottenham. But Tottenham. over in England, it's Tottenham. Tottenham Hotspur. Tottenham, Tottenham Hotspur, yeah. Oh, the Hotspur.
2: Oh, I, did. I do think I had a few people yeah. who attacked me. Harry Kane, he's in. one of
4: the stars of the of the English team. So he's hmm. on there. there. There are, you know, there's... Chelsea is one of the the main, like, four clubs that just have all the money and they get all the stars, and, you know, they're (laughs) expected to win every single year. So it's it's like it's no fun to root for those teams, right? They do well in England. They do well in in, in Europe, playing in the Champions League. Yeah, it's so no you fun go to root for
1: teams team. that win. Oh, no, it's terrible. That's <laughs> why
2: I don't want to be a bandwagon fan. Exactly. Like, oh, this team's
1: Still
4: winning,
2: fine. so I'm gonna go over there. Tottenham
4: is that next tier of team that they're not they're not one of the major clubs, but they're consistent. They're like the St. Louis Cardinals, if we we'll use a baseball example. Mm. Where every well, year that they're sounds always good. They're consistent. <laughs> They got good. I didn't judge like the
2: Cardinals, so
4: yeah,
0: it's the worst quality about it.
3: They're like yeah. Wisconsin <laughs> football; like they build with three-star recruits instead of you know yeah. paying okay. five stars like Alabama does. You know,
2: Adam, do you have a Premier League team?
0: I like. Uh, I'm, I'm a big. Mr.
2: Soccer Man.
0: Nor- Norwich City is uh, my my squad. The Canaries. You like the Canaries. The big Canary guy. Yeah. No, I have no idea. I don't have a team. I just looked at the worst one in the uh, standings, <laughs> and that was, that's, <laughs> that's who I took. Right. Going there, Norwich.
2: You're a real soccer guy with that with that take. Do you, these, so these so you don't point. have one.
0: I don't have one. My, my Australian fans are trying to get me into Australia Aussie Rules football, also known as footy. And uh, hmm. I, just based on that fact alone, that I, I, it's called footy, and that would be a word I get to use quite often, I want to get into it. <laughs> a fair point. I want to so be you're, into choosing, footy.
2: you're choosing Australian footy. <laughs> I'm
0: choosing right. Australian footy. I'm still trying to pick <laughs> my team. Some of my my Australian fans are trying to lobby me for uh, which which team. So I'm going to take those. I'm going to take the recommendations. I'm going to do a little research and then figure out what Australian rules football is. This is, right. is how I, I ended see, up. That's what I'm trying fan. to do
4: with the premiere.
0: Yeah. Uh, yep.
4: Now, Ali, you probably know this, but the teams at the bottom of the standings they get demoted. Yes, they get relegated. So you got to be careful. You can't just. I know. know. The life of suffering. Adam's like, oh. oh, the Canaries, that's a cute little bird as their mascot. Boom, they're cool. going to go down to the Coca-Cola Championship League, and you're not going to see them. Champions. There's a the whole Coca-Cola. tiered system. It's, it's it's an amazing sport. It's, it's a real, game.
3: like, know your place in life type of structure. It's like, no, you won't believe in miracles. You will <laughs> celebrate for just being in the top league. And yes. celebrate the fifth to last place. Can you imagine That's how great your that would
0: be in sports, though? Yes. Like in, in in our sports leagues, I think it would be incredible if bad teams got mm-hmm. kicked out and sent down to the, the Nuggets the would be
3: in the third division. Yeah, they'd call. be really like low. with <laughs> no end in sight. Like, well, we wouldn't have done. an NBA team. Yeah, yeah no,
0: hard?
2: that is a really crazy fact. I have a team that I really, I really like, and and I I just am worried about choosing them because I I I'm just getting into. Premier, I don't want to choose them and then not have a team and be like, well, I guess there goes soccer for me.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you have to be cautious. If
3: you pick a Premier League team, you want it to stay a Premier League team. That's the tricky part of all this. Yeah, (laughs)
2: Exactly. Uh, Andre, who's your team?
3: I'm a disgruntled Arsenal fan. Truly, I hate them more than I like them, which I think makes me a true Arsenal fan. Um, you know, as a kid, I liked them when they were, you know, the 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 great teams they had, and they've slowly fallen off as my team's fallen off, and I I just hate it. Every day that I watch soccer, I um, I despise myself for having done it. So. Um, So, yeah, really, I don't like any of those English teams. I love to root against them when my AC Milan was good and playing against them in the Champions League, and I don't even have that in my life anymore. So, uh, yeah, I guess I'll I'll root to hate against Arsenal. That's what I like to do.
2: So you're telling me I shouldn't choose Arsenal?
3: Absolutely not. (laughs) I would never (laughs) recommend to a friend or loved one that they root for Arsenal. I feel like
1: the self-loathing is a feature.
3: Yes. Self loathing is a feature. Sadly, uh that comes with the package with me already. Self-loading included. So, you know, I guess I'll be an Arsenal fan. At least they are what the 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 sister club to the rapids. Yeah.
4: So there's a
3: connection there, you know. It's another reason to hate the Cronkies, I guess. So you've got that going (laughs) for you.
4: Tottenham is actually the official rival of Arsenal. So come on over. There you go. We will welcome you. You don't want to be a gooner.
3: No, I don't. I are. don't. It's so true.
2: All right. Well, that's all we've got for you guys today. Don't forget the bar is open. That's where I'm at right now. Wednesdays through Sundays, 4 p.m. to 2 a.m. Unless, of course, there is a curfew in effect, which I believe has been lifted. But double check that. Um, come, by and, come stop by and say hi. We're here. The food's good. You can get Breck Brews on tap. The and burger is your...
0: incredible.
2: The burger is really good. Ve-
0: very good burger. The wings birthday, are good, and I, I had bird. the you buffalo
2: say. chicken wrap yesterday, and that was bomb.
0: Mm. So,
2: definitely come down to the bar and check it out. We're recording shows. We'll be playing um, live streams of our shows as well. So while you watch dinner, or while you watch dinner, while you eat dinner, you could be watching Andre and Ryan on DNVR Bets Daily. Definitely come by, and then, of course, subscribe to thednvr.com. We will see you all next week.
0: Let's see how we nail this outro.